You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Your host, Olivia here. I just wanted to talk to you about letting go of control, like not feeling the need to be in control of every single situation. Um, and that's that's relatively difficult, I'll be honest with you. Um, me being um, a person that used to be a huge control freak, thinking that I was I could be in control of situations, um, this has been a process, and it's still a process that I'm on for sure. Um, but I think I've realized over the years, how many people battle with a need and a struggle for control, um, and how it, it, it just, it really controls their lives. Um, it's a little, a little insane. So I'm going to give you the steps that helped me throughout my process. Um, take with them, use them as you please. Um, you know, these are mine, you know, if, (laughs) if there's another way that you choose to go about it, be my guest, let me know, let me know if you think that there, um, there's a different way I could have done this, but this is, this is what's worked with me. So the first thing is I've realized that I can only control how I react to things like straight up. That's it. Like that's, that's all I can control that. And a few other things too, but, um, really understanding like I can't ex- like as far as like external things like I can't control the gas prices I can't control if um uh, my I'm gonna lose my home tomorrow because of a natural disaster I can't control those types of things um but like I said I can control how I react to them I can control how I treat people I can control the things that I do that I'm responsible for Um, And that honestly, that goes into like the second part, which is understanding the internal and external locus of control. And basically um, the internal and external locus of control are, I'm going to try to describe this the best way I can for those of you listening to it, but um, you can like Google this, but It's the things that I can control and change the money I make, my productivity, my career growth, um, my skills, results, relationships, like the things that I do in those, in those things, um, things that I can't be bothered about. Um, if my team wins or not traffic jams, politics, natural, um, disasters, terror, terrorist attacks, like, you know, a lot of these shootings happening in the world or, oh my goodness, there's, I think that there was just one that happened yesterday, you know, as I'm recording it, it's today, but still like, it's just like, it's insane. The amount of things that are, that are going on in our world. And we have to understand that we have, we can control what we, what we lean our focus to. And that's, that's really a lot of that has to do with mindset as well. A lot of it, a lot of it has to do with mind, mindset, which brings me to my third point, which is a level of acceptance along with a change of perspective. So for the things that are life-changing events, um, for instance, death, death is a life-changing event to anyone affected by the death. Um, 
suicide or random act, like random death, or, you know, a long, um, you know, your family member's been sick for a long time type of death. My view on how I have my relationships with people, my perspective, all of that is different than the general society. I, um, I love people while I have them. I appreciate them while I have them. But when it's their time to go, it's their time to go. Um, I heard a long time ago, and this was, you know, because my dad died when I was 20 years old. So how I coped with this partially is, you know, I just, I've considered it selfish to mourn the death of somebody else. You know, it's, it's, it's just a part of life. Um, and while like the times come up where I miss him and I wish he was like here for things and the same goes for my grandparents, you know, and other loved ones that I've lost. Um, recently I had a second cousin commit suicide. He was 22. This was last month in May. Um, and, and, you know, it was a tragedy. I'll be honest. I wasn't super close to him, but the family members of his, like his mother, which was my first cousin, her oldest daughter, which is a month younger than me, um, and actually has my middle name as her first name. And we were, we were really close growing up too. Like I just, I felt for them and, and, you know, it's just a tragedy in our family, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I also just love people while I have them at the end of the day. I love people while I have them and I don't expect to keep them. Um, I don't own anybody, you know? Um, so it's a more of a free spirited perspective when it comes to people and things. And that's helped me. Um, recently I went home to Charleston, South Carolina, and this was the first time I ever went without a vehicle because when you have your own vehicle, you can control a lot of the situations. And I, you know, you can control who you see because you can go the extra effort to see them. But when you have to be dependent on other people and see who actually shows up for you, you will see what people do when they're not like naturally. I didn't make any plans, which is different for me because I am a planner. Um, but, uh, like I made, I mean, I went day by day, you know what I mean? Like I still had to like, be like, okay, at this time, <laughs> like I had to still like try to meet up with people, but releasing control and allowing for people to show up for me, how they would, um, it was different. It was a different thing for me. Um, but it allows, it allows you to see too, like if, if you ever try to do this, who is really for you? And you might be surprised by the results. Um, the fourth step is honestly, my, my faith in God has really helped me through this. No understanding that um, his plans are better for me. Um, his plans are to prosper me. And um, not only that, but like it, it is with, with God that I have the most peace. Um, and I was in a, my, I'm in ministry makers. This is one of the ministries I'm a part of. And today we were talking about um, like being bold and all of this other stuff. And one of the things that came to me was rele releasing control and letting God lead. And in order to let God lead, we have to understand that it's his will and not ours. 
and his will is the all is is the best for us. And at the end of the day, like you just got to look back at your track record. You got to look back at God's track record, and you got to see that um you know we're placed here for for more important things than what we think we are here for. Um, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts, and it might not seem you know normal. You might seem crazy to the outside world. Um, but I mean, I might seem crazy to you talking about this and, and how I released control, but I'm telling you, like, just trusting, you know, God's got me. There's a, there's a whole nother level of peace, letting go and letting God has been, um, a theme in my life over the past couple of years. And I'm telling you, like, you pray on it, you let it go, you release it. And you go into your situations. I'm not saying that you, you don't be doing nothing for your life. Like that, that's not even the type of person I am. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, like I said before, you can control your productivity. You can control your skills. You can control your career growth. Like the things, if one door closes, you go to another one that opens or you open another one for yourself. If you don't have a seat at the table, you make a table. So I'm not saying not to just like to live all like willy nilly and stuff like that. But for the things that you do have control over, take personal accountability and, and, and have self-control. Absolutely. But these things that we don't have control over, we got, we just got to let them go. Cause the more I honestly see that too, as distractions. And so I guess that's the fifth part of it is like, I, I really try to stay focused on my goals, my task, what my priorities, what my purpose is. I, that focus is so, so real for me. So um, letting go of, of like the distractions of the things that are not really serving me um, and throwing me off track, that really helps me stay focused on what is really important and the things that are, again, in my control. Um, and I mean, granted, I am still a work in progress. Like there's still certain things I'm like, oh, I want to control because it's, but it's like at the same time, like we can plan, but I, I find that I like to let things just happen organically and naturally. And I love to plan. I'm a planner, you know, but everything doesn't go as planned all the time. So you have to have a certain level of flexibility in your contingency plans, you know, um, you can plan for yourself financially. You know what I'm saying? Financial planning is important. I think people spend so much time planning the things that aren't important. And it's another distraction that throws them off track of where they can actually get ahead in life. And like I said, I am far from perfect in this area and I am still a work in progress, but, um, releasing control of the things that don't serve me, the things that are out of my control, the things that are, I, I can, I cannot be bothered with the things that are distractions have really helped me stay focused on the things that are all I can control. Um, and it's also so freeing too, like, <laughs> like thinking you like need to control how like people react. No, people are individuals. Like you really want to see who's for you. Most of the time people like just, just like they control for another reason. Like they, they want to feel more secure, more safe. You know, everybody's got their own thing. Um, people want, you know, people, there's a lot of really manipulative people out here that just want people to act a certain way. 
Um, you might have employees and you might not want them to speak a certain way to your guests or, or to your clients or your customers um, or your patrons or, you know, whatever you call your clientele. Um, and you just got to be mindful that you can't control how somebody reacts. I think, you know, we, I understand, and this is a side tangent. I understand that um, hiring is very difficult right now. And it's, uh, you know, people are having a really hard time find, finding quality people. You got to do your due diligence. Start calling the references, not just the references, start calling the past jobs. Start, ask, ask, take your time when, and, and you're still going to not find out things about people. You're, everybody's not going to have the same work ethic that you do in your own, in your business or anything like that. But if you, if you do have a client, a customer driven company, which most people do, um, where you've got to deal with the public and your customer service needs to be on point, that is one thing that is going to set you apart. Um, and while like, I know this is like, not about, you know, you can't control how those people react and stuff like that. You can control who you choose to hire. And I'm not saying the people themselves, you, when you make the choice in doing it, you, you, you're making that choice. Um, and no, you're not going to get it perfect every time. No, I'm not saying that. Um, but don't be in such a rush to get somebody in the door that, um, you skip the tedious parts of doing your due diligence. Um, don't just trust that you're really good at reading somebody's character um, because people, <laughs> people are uh, complex individuals. Um, but yeah, I um, for anybody that's feeling nervous when it comes to control or anything like that, um, nervous about where they're going in life, nervous about releasing, releasing control. I want you to, um, turn that nervousness into excitement. Um, because the brain, your brain don't know the difference between being nervous or excited. And I actually wrote this down today. And I think this is actually perfect for this, but get excited in the journey, get excited in the darkness, get excited in the wilderness, turn your fear into power. His yoke is your strength. And those are for my, you know, my Christian people out there or my, my believers out there, um, that believe in God or a higher power or the universe. You, um, you let, you let, uh, God hold that for you. You, you let that be the case. Okay. But with all of that being said, I hope that you found this helpful. Um, if you did feel free to message me, email me, whatever, um, leave a comment below or something if you're on YouTube. Um, and yeah, with all of that being said, go out and be a badass. Thanks for listening to this episode of the empowered woman, badass and unfiltered podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.